welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. <laughs> it worked. I just shouted my computer into action. Hello, welcome to episode... 340 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good friend, Sean Orford. How are you, Sean? I'm very good. My good pal, Sean Orford, I, sh- I should say. I have to question <laughs> that computers have fathers, because you just accused your computer of not having a father. <laughs> yeah. And it worked, though, didn't it? I <laughs> it screamed did, yeah. at you. <laughs> and it worked. And it kicked into life. God bless you, your MacBook Pro. It's going to be eight, <laughs> year, eight years old next year. Ah. Uh, you're going <laughs> to buy a car. Everyone say, ah. Uh, yeah. You know, they they say like a dog's life is like seven human yeah. years. You know, like it's eight years. It must be about a hundred. This computer. Like it's, it is impressive, isn't it? For a bit. Of, yeah. I mean, fair play. I use this every day. Yeah. You know, six eight hours a day. You just need to put another shovel of coal on the fire to get it working. <laughs> this uh, we're talking about head or heart today, and it is a bit of an election special. So, for those that are sick of politics. Switch off now. Switch off now because, yeah. I mean, we just need to get some stuff off our chests, guys. All right. And if you don't like it... Tough. Tough. <laughs> get your own podcast. <laughs> no. Yeah. We'll try and remain as unbiased and, you know, as level-headed as we can. But these are interesting times in the UK but and around the world. <clears throat> we'll come to that in a bit. Liveinthepresent.co.uk is our website. All the show notes and links are there. Sign up to the mailing list and you'll get... Uh, alerts for the show each week and some free meditation files. We should really get some other bits and bobs to chuck in there, really. It's been a while. Uh, but no, we're going to. Next year is a new year. It's a new change. 2020? It's yeah. 2020 sounds a bit futuristic, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Wow. Should be living on the moon by now. I know. Yeah, well, it could still happen, but you never know. We uh, might have to. Yeah. What you been up to, Sean? All right. Uh, I've been dying of the plague. Have you? Yeah, we've had the plague in our house. So, um, uh, the nights have been, Rhea and I take it in turn. She goes to sleep and I cough and wake her up. And then I go to sleep and then she coughs and wakes me up. Well, we could have done, you could have told me and we could have done this via Skype. But you had it. I thought I'd come and share my journeys with you. Right you know? before Christmas, yeah, in a really busy time of <laughs> year. That's really good of you. <laughs> I'm a good chap. So what, you've just had bad colds or you've had the flu or what? No, it's, it's just been like a coldy thing, a chesty cold thing. Ah. But, uh, it's, it's the annual cold, everyone's got to have one sometime. Well, yeah, it sounds like I'm about to get it, so thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't been ill. Have faith in it, it'll keep going, don't worry. Um, since Christmas, two two Christmases ago, that was the last time I had any time off. Do you think it's done? There you go, see, it's still going. Sean had a lack of faith in my computer there, it, it had frozen up, but you've just got to keep going through these things. <coughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some more coal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's been two years since I was ill, ill, and that, that was Christmas Day, twenty seventeen. I was in bed all day on Christmas Day. It was horrible. Oh well, weird. Um, since then, I've been all right. But I usually go for one cold a year. Do you? I think it's my kind of um, purging. Yeah, I'm sure them. there's something yeah healthy-ish about that. Getting stuff out here and ever. Yeah. So I got this one out of the way. I'll not that I'm complaining. I'm not looking for any illness because it. Ain't like you get you get used to being fit and healthy, don't you? And yeah, been able to yeah, yeah. It all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, 
just to get us back in the election mood, I've got a busy week coming up. So, election day today, as this episode goes out on Thursday, the 12th of December, I'm going to Bidston Tennis Club tonight to help with the count. Right. So, I'm not going to be counting officially, but you're allowed to have people there watching the people that do the counting. Yeah. Partly just to check that they're doing it right. And also, you're allowed to tally up as they go along who's voting which way, so you can get an early indication of how the vote's going. Interesting. In that. Interesting, yeah. And even because each, each, it's it's. I, I did it in May for the local elections, and it's quite interesting because each box that comes in comes from a different part of that constituency, mm-hmm. so that I'll be able to tally per ward or not, not like per. So, so the political party that I'm going, I'm, I'm going with the Green Party will be able to tell how they did in that specific little area mm-hmm. of a constituency. Yeah. For the, like, the finer details of politics. It's quite interesting, but I'll be there, and I'm not sure how long, late I'll have to stay, probably... All night. Three, four, five in the morning, yeah, till yeah. everything's done. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, it will be. It will be, yeah. Which, and I'm up at... I've got a carol concert at nine o'clock the next morning. <laughs> so, yeah, wish me luck. I'll be... Good luck. Silent. <laughs> sleeping at the back but uh, yeah it's all go man it's all go so it's Christmas yeah you can burst in through my door this morning um, saying we've got to do one on head or heart and basically we've got to talk about politics. well the, the um, John Major saying uh-huh. very clearly that he wasn't going to vote Conservative he was and um, I mean we're talking about someone who was a Prime Minister um, and what he's saying is, there comes a point where you have to, um, where you, you have to to be able to um, do what you feel is right. Yeah, yeah, and that's heart, isn't it? Rather than doing the head stuff, which is yeah, which, blue. Well, it, it's, it, it for him, yeah. Mm. But it, it's like it, it, if you are allied to this party and you've been allied to this party all your life, mm-hmm. and it's the habit of what you do, which is the logical thing. Yeah. You know, at the moment, are we doing logic or are we doing emotion? What are we doing? Well, I said I saw some statistic, and I can't remember it off the top of my heart, but the rough idea was that there's a, a huge percentage of constituencies around the UK haven't changed hands, you know, in since World War Two, you know, yeah. red or blue or yellow. Yeah. Um, they just they just don't change, which um, isn't particularly healthy, really, is it? And that kind of gets to the the root cause of. Part of our political chaos, I guess, is that people don't feel like their vote matters. Now, we know it does, and we know that you know you should vote, and you should, if you want to have a say in, in what's going on, you've got to at least, as you would say, at least go down to Mott today and write you know, none of the above. Yeah, I, I think that everybody, every citizen of Britain has the absolute right but the absolute duty to go and vote even if you go and you spoil your 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 uh, voting slip your ballot paper yeah if you actually do that because people fought for years to get us in this position where we could vote for something and and very often elections are lost the good cause is lost by people being too lazy thinking they can have no effects and sitting at home yeah yeah if 10 million people put spoiled ballot papers in, that would tell the population and the politicians quite a lot, wouldn't it? It would. But would they yeah. actually do anything with that? Or? Well, I think that there, there would be 10 million votes that they would want to go and get, wouldn't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Exactly. Yeah? 
And you, we, we have to participate. We've got to get in, not out. Yeah, well, I've been trying to get stuck in recently in, in the last year or so, and it's been very interesting. I met some good folks along the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, our, the kind of first-past-the-post system really does kind of tie our hands, doesn't it, in terms of how... But then maybe it's, maybe it's the best way. Maybe we went to this proportional system that the Green Party advocate for and a lot of other people think would be a good good way of making sure everyone's vote counts because you can vote for who you want to. So I'm a Green Party member. That will be voting Labour tomorrow because we need a Labour MP. We've got a really good Labour MP around where I am. Um, and there's no, there's no hope of a Green MP, so I vote Labour. But, you know, in a perfect world, obviously I would vote Green tomorrow. But the thing, is, the thing, about, our, <laughs> thing about our system is that our, our parliament is the only parliament in Europe where people sit opposite each other and shout and scream. We have the extreme of right and left. Every other parliament in Europe is a horseshoe shape mm-hmm. because it's about consensus and communication, not about confrontation. Yep. And all we can see in our parliament, we've been seeing it for the last couple of years, in the extreme, but we're seeing it now. It's all about confrontation. You have, to me, extremists. We have Johnson, who is an extremist on the right, and we have Corbyn, who's an extremist on the left. So we have these these two extremes all the time. Our parliament's sitting opposite each other in extremes and shouting at each other, rather than being in the horseshoe shape and having a consensus in the middle. And your thing when we talked about it earlier, was well, isn't consensus the problem that we've got ourselves to at the moment, when no one can make a decision? But that's the reality of life. The reality isn't left or right. It is in the middle. Yep. And it comes through communication, not confrontation. But we're too stupid to do that. <laughs> we, we need to shout and scream at each other. And, and like, my, my toy is better than your toy. We're going to play with my toy, not your toy. Mm. You know, rather than actually being where the people are, which is actually in the middle. Yeah, well, this when yeah. it takes all... I, to me, it's ridiculous. And it, it's a bit like a football match. Half the crowd go home unhappy. Bloody stupid, that to me. <laughs> yeah, well, on Friday... <laughs> or does everyone go unhappy? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, on, on Friday, it's going to be the same thing, isn't it? It looks like half the country is going to be really unhappy and half the country is going to feel good. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And if you keep splitting down the middle like that, isn't that where civil wars start? Yeah. Apparently, yeah, history's never been my forte, to be honest, but mm. from the little tidbits I've seen here and there, you know, we're on a track to some pretty serious stuff um, in the coming years. Yeah, not good. Not good. Not healthy, is it? No. And I don't know what the answer is, but just got to keep getting stuck in, haven't you? Yeah. So in terms of, um, let's just bring this conversation more into like that everyday hearts or head stuff. What kind of stuff do you deal with? All the time. Um, All the time. I've got people who are doing things that they know at an emotional level they shouldn't do. But Mm -hmm. to be a part of the system or the organisation, they go and do it. Yeah, and then feel bad about it. And then come to me because they're depressed or anxious about what they're doing or have done. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Where people are on their way to getting married... And they know that they shouldn't be doing it. The amount of people that said to me, I actually stopped and vomited on the way there. I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I actually did it because everything was booked and everybody was invited. And I felt like I couldn't stop. Blimey. And it's only years later that people actually face up to the consequences of that, that decision. Of unpicking it all. Yeah. 
It's that issue of head and heart. We have to be very clear at the moment because the, the decisions that we're making now are not just going to affect us, they're going to affect the generation that's coming up now. And they're going to have to deal with the results and the consequences of the decisions that the adults are making. Um, and I feel quite sorry for them. They're going to have tough stuff to deal with, not just from an environmental point of view, but from a social and an economic point of view as well. I mean, this gets, it kind of gets back into issues. I think we have to talk in the past about how we change people's minds, you know, um, which is what a lot of people are attempting to do at the moment unsuccessfully. It's very hard to change people's minds politically, isn't it? I, yeah. I experience it with friends and family that I know. Yeah. Um, it's almost impossible. And the more you try, in some ways, the, like the, the more people dig their heels in. And, maybe, and I'm probably just as guilty of that, you know. Have I changed my mind on much in the last few years? Probably not. But, uh, but it, it, it's this issue of extremism for me. It's like the, like the vegan thing. The people that I know that are vegan, it works when um, people... If you tell people things that they can't do and you shout and scream at them, people react and do it more. And if you want people to be vegan, create the most amazing vegan food so people want to eat meat, that's the real thing. Right. It's like we don't lead people positively, we try and drive them negatively. Mm -hmm. And it's like this, this whole, all the politics at the moment is about fear. Yep. It's not about hope. It's about, oh, if you vote for them, you know, our ears are going to drop off. And if you vote for them, our legs are going to drop off and all that kind of stuff, rather than where's the positive? Yeah. You know, where's the love? Where's the happiness? Where's the coming together? Isn't it going to be good? Mm -hmm. We're voting to save what's going to be the worst. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. I don't, it's mad. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do see, you know, in terms of hope and a positive vision of the future, I do see more of that on the left, you know, in the Labour stuff than I do on the right. I mean, the Conservative thing is about let's get Brexit done and then, you know, then fantastic times are wait. There's, there's not too much. I mean, there's stuff about more police coming in and nurses and hospitals and all that stuff, but there's no, there doesn't seem to be, maybe this is the same on the left as well, there doesn't seem to be a grand vision of the future. No. You know? um, and, and how much of what we're being told are lies... So that that quote, and you can't find who it actually originates with, because lots of people argue about it, but it's, originally it was liars, damn liars, and statistics. Yep. Well, for me, that's turned into liars, damn liars, and politicians. Because it's like, I don't trust any of them anymore. And from that point of view, I, I feel quite disenfranchised mm -hmm. as to who I would, could, should vote for. Yep. Um, and that's, that's a sad thing for me. Yeah, I can't see anybody around me who has any positive vision of the future. I know. <clears throat> well, I see a few. I, I do see quite a few, actually, so I'm not that downbeat about it, although they are, tend to be people that get drowned out in the noise of and the mayhem of everything. Yeah. Uh, we also have this kind of new digital culture and system of sharing things, which is almost single-handedly, like, broken democracy, you know, and... Day before the election here, as we record it, um, I'm starting to see things online, adverts and things being shared that are, you know, patently untrue. Um, and it's by the time that people have realised they're not true and it's been pulled back, um, that it's, it's too it's late. too late, man. It's been shared. You can see mm. it's been shared hundreds of thousands of times. Yeah. There's one yesterday. So there's a picture of the boy on the hospital floor on a blanket 
I think yeah. he was suffering with pneumonia. Yeah. And they did more than a bed for him, so this picture was put out and obviously yeah. a big deal was made about it. But then this tweet was put out um, and it, incredibly the exact same tweet and wording was put out by hundreds of thousands of bots and like basic fake accounts at the same time. And it started doing the rounds online and then, you know, people started to realise straight away, hey, this is the exact same wording, this person's got the same friend um, in the hospital, basically saying that it was staged, the photo. But the, the tweet was exactly the same from all these weird-looking accounts from, you know, around the world. Mm. But prominent journalists started sharing it. Mm. Um, you know, it had been going, it had gone right around the world, man. And then uh, mm. by the time everyone's gotten onto this, gone to it, it's too late. You know, people have seen it and damage is done. Mm. So we've got a bit of work to do on that side of things as well. Yeah. And I think it was um, David Baddiel tweeted um, about this in horror and just like, his, just the tweet was, how do we get the truth back? Mm. Is it, are we done? Is, is that it? Yeah, yeah. But then we're down to liars, damn liars and politicians. Mm. Maybe damn liars and um, mm. the media. Mm. I've been watching The Crown recently, getting into that, just finished season one. Uh, which is good fun. Uh, it's quite interesting when the Queen has those meetings or the weekly chats with the Prime Minister. Mm. So uh, Churchill's just kind of uh, left where I am. But um, mm. you can see she's having this kind of inner turmoil in terms of she wants to say things and she wants to question what's being done, but... She can't. She can't because she's the Queen, you know? Yeah. And it's like there's obviously... We're not in that place where the yeah. Queen actually has a... Yeah. So she has to do it in a clever kind of way. Yeah. Um, but I guess when you're in that kind of position of power, inverted commas, that's mm. even more an interesting place to be in it. Yeah. But even that is political, that yeah. whole thing, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Royal family or not, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Well, there's no real reason for it to exist. The royal family now is there, but mm. I'm not, like, an, I'm not really one of those that wants to abolish the royal family. No, no. It's, you wouldn't have series like The Crown. You wouldn't have The Crown for a start. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. the Prince Andrew thing's been a bit weird of late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when things like that happen, I actually feel sorry for the Queen. I think you poor woman. Yeah. Well, the things she's had to put up with. Well, it? that's why I think when I'm watching this show, that it's, mm. I'm sure it's dramatised quite a bit, but yeah. I wouldn't swap places with her. No. For all the tea in China. Yeah, not for a big clock. Mm. Yeah. So when we're dealing with issues of head and heart. Is it a case of finding a middle ground between those two places? And why Why do our brains push us towards our, the heart more often than not? Why isn't the brain... It's, well, it, it's to do with our own personal survival, isn't it? Most people are driven by things that are going to make it okay for them. Mm. It's only when someone has the awareness and the mindfulness to intervene and maybe put themselves on one side that they do maybe the right thing yeah. rather than doing what they want thing. Mm. You know, um, to me... Leaving Europe is a stupidity, which will be paid for later. Um, the short-term gain is that we can be nationalist again. Yeah, long-term um, problems with that is it, it's that nationalism that leads to war. Right. You know, so yeah, leads to conflict. I know. I know. Well, yeah, we're going down that rabbit hole again, aren't we? Yeah, seems to be. But yeah, surely with the benefit of hindsight. We can see. You'd think. We're going to see it coming, right? Right? But, 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 but are, are we that clever? Or are we actually quite stupid? That's, yeah. that's the thing that's coming up for me. <laughs> um, 
Have you got any resources or a resource you want to mention? Well, no, my, my only resource is vote. You know, you, you, as individuals, as part of this country, this population, we have to vote. It's, I think it should be a legal duty mm. to vote. I think to sit at home and pretend nothing's going on and not participate doesn't work. Yep. Yeah. Um, mine was the exact same word, vote. Um, I would, you know, preface it with the, the thing that do your research. I think we've got to that point now. Maybe we always have, you know, we've got unlimited information at our fingertips in our, on our phones and on our creaky old laptops. Mm. If you see something that you think sounds too good to be true. It probably is. It probably is, it, but it might not be. So do your yeah. research, you know, look into it, you know, look for other sources. If you're only reading one newspaper or one getting your news from the BBC or one source, mm. check other places. You know, it's hard work and you need a bit of now, like knowing where to look and how to find it. Mm. but do it you know this is important stuff yeah um, so get out there and, yeah don't trust what people are telling you don't trust what me and Sean are telling you <laughs> of course you should but, yeah. Sean for Prime Minister <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow morning we'll wake up to you know well actually the exit polls are usually an exciting time isn't it yeah yeah is that like you end up having to stay up late 10 o'clock so, so the, yeah. the exit poll is usually very accurate yeah um, so that'll be an interesting thing to watch. But then... well, on Friday, I'm running a mental health day. Oh. So that's be quite interesting, because people's mental health could be quite affected by what happens on Thursday. It could, indeed, in it. I know, we'll, uh, we'll see, but best wishes to everyone, you know, whichever yeah. way you're voting, and let's... Uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll all come together at some point and... Yeah. Knock our heads together and get yeah. things fixed, then. Yep. Right. Okay, Keep Sean. Smiling. You have a good week. Yeah. See you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.